Meow. Candy corn. Candied corn. Mm. Pumpkin mm. pie. Razors and apples. Razors, Razors and, and apples. Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics buried it, the audiences murdered it, or the network did something equally spooky, we're here to try to make the best of dead TV. I'm one of your hosts, Maniac Mike. And I'm Morgan, High Priestess of the Podcast Kitchen Table. Welcome, ghouls and guys. (laughs) And... Other non-crypt keeper <laughs> punny names. Just stepping names. all over the crypt keeper here. <laughs> Listen, he's out of the game. It's me. I'm in now. It's Listen true. to that, crypty. It's me. Uh, Michael, I love your costume. Can Thank you explain you. to the listeners who you are? Um, today I'm going as a glamour version of Frankenstein's monster, uh, which basically means the same as your normal uh, Boris Karloff-esque Frankenstein monster, but with a little bit of flair, a lot of glitter, and... Of course, I have a disco ball. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Michael, I would say the real monster is. Um, and I... <laughs> is, what, is, is the listeners not getting to see this f- fantastic outfit I've put together? Mm-hmm. Okay, They're the monsters, all of you. You are. Um, and I'm clearly Groucho Marx's cigar. Michael, what are we going to do today? Well, Morgan, I'm glad you asked because it's time for All the Horror! <laughs> So this is our first episode. We're super excited to be part of hashtag all the horror this year. It's got 31 days of podcasting de- devoted just to the Halloween season with horror and just like Halloween episodes in general, all kinds of different stuff, music, movies, TV, everything you can think of books. And uh, we are honored to be part of it. This is our first episode. It's all about Halloween episodes, as we've said. Um, and we're excited to get down to it. We even have some special guests on this episode, and they're going to be sitting in their favorites uh, of Halloween episodes. We got Movie Geek and Proud. We got Epic Film Guys. We got Boozy Movies. We got Invasion of the Remake. And we got Besotted Geek. So we got an all-star we lineup got for you guys. All. We've this got is a- going to be one hell of a show. We're going to talk a little bit about Halloween TV episodes. I think that you and I are both pretty big fans of the Halloween season. Would you say that's fair? I would say that's fair. Would you say that's scare? Uh, I don't think Yeah, we're pretty big fans of Halloween in general, right? We kind of go all out every year. All out every year. Uh, I would say that we probably watch one billion, one billion uh, television episodes that are Halloween themed. Well, I mean, but... Yes, sticking to this, we we watch a lot of Halloween episodes every year. A lot Um, of them, the same episodes every year. It's true, but we've seen a lot. I think that we've seen enough to to feel pretty comfortable in making a definitive top 10. Yes. There are some that we haven't seen. We'll bring them up later in our honorable mentions and some our friends from Twitter chiming in. But for right now, we're just going to stick with the ones that we know and love. But yeah, we're big horror fans. Last night, we even went to uh, Universal Halloween Horror Nights, did we not? Yes, we did, Michael. Did you have fun? I did. 
we had we went through several haunts. Do we want to talk about some of the haunts we went through? Mm, we can go briefly. Sure. Okay. Well, what was your favorite? Uh, I think we both agreed that the best one was the classic Universal Monsters. Yeah, Universal yeah. Monsters. One yeah, was they really, really put together a pretty fun. Like you go through different stages of each of the different uh, each of the different monsters. Yeah. There. So you got Wolf your man and mummy and your invisible Dracula, man, uh, your, man, your bride of Frankenstein, your Frankenstein's mom. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I, they actually had like a bride of Frankenstein set up mm-hmm. uh, in full like, co- I mean, I think it was just like a dummy, but it was, it was done up really well. It was cool to see her like in real life. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of bride of Frankenstein. You, and you stopped and you told her that and she did not respond. She didn't. Probably because she's inanimate. Also, even if she was animated, she'd like we would get dead. kicked out yeah. if you stop the whole show. Anyway, well, I, I also thought that the Stranger Things one was pretty fun. Yeah, that one. It was. I mean, they. That's the one thing about uh, Universal. It sucks. We talk about this um, because it's the most popular. So you are crammed in with a whole bunch of people through the mazes. So the scares aren't really effective. Yeah, they're not. It's not them. scary. But the production value is pretty incredible. Really good. The makeup's always yeah. great, and they get all the licensed stuff. Which, even though that's kind of like tacky i guess it's like as a fan is really fun to actually see like it's not just like a mummy it's like the mummy it's like walking through a very loud very atmospheric museum Mm -hmm. where people are shoving machetes into your face yeah it's fun so i think that that speaks to our horror cred morgan you're wearing a an american werewolf in london shirt yes i am i am wearing my uh the slaughtered lamb t-shirt and you sir are wearing a Tom Atkins classic, Halloween 3. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Very controversial film. A lot of people hate this movie. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. I know Dave over at Super Movie Bros, not a fan. Made Aww. himself quite clear about that one. I'm a fan of the Silver Shamrock uh, mask company. So. Bum, 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 bum. Four more weeks till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I'm not gonna sing the rest. Silver Shamrock. Shamrock good that was a good take that was great that was I our think 50th that was beautiful. take i so think we got it that time let's though. lock it in all right it's time for a very special spooky edition of morgan's john q my skin is crawling crawling with bugs michael yes what television character in your tv halloween episode experience has consistently had the best costumes go Ooh, i don't know wow that's really tough can i throw you on the spot it has to be a specific character. Or I guess maybe what's your favorite Halloween costume that's been uh, utilized? My favorite in any TV show. Oh, well, I'll say I, I love Darlene's in... God damn it. You you go to the right one. Now continue. Yeah, Darlene's in, in uh, Trick Me Up, Trick Me Down. Is that it? I think that is. With the uh, alien baby? Yeah, with, with the alien coming out of her chest. It's the one that I always want. I always wanted to do that that costume. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. You picked the you picked mine. Uh, so I'm. <laughs> oh, it's from to... it's from Trick or Treat, not not that one. Oh, so now I have to choose another one. So I'm gonna go with Gabe from The Office as Lady Gaga. That is a good one. It's pretty classic. Do love Gabe. He's great. Uh, Zachary Woods, hit me up. Is that it? Is that all your Morgan's John Hughes? Uh, or are you have, spreading have, them out? I'm gonna spread them out. Okay. Um. Whoa. So what are we doing? We're gonna be doing our. A co-countdown, right? We're going to be doing a top 10. You go, I go, you go, I go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to count down our our favorite 10. 
and no doubling up, no multiples from the same show. So if you pick one, if you pick an episode of Seinfeld, no second Halloween Seinfeld episode can appear on the list. Damn it. Yeah. I have at least 12. There's a lot of good Seinfeld Halloween episodes. People don't know. They don't talk. People forget about What's it. What's the deal? Remember, and George, he's wearing like a pumpkin costume and he's all painted orange. I mean, it's not just what he normally looks like. Am I hey, right? Up top. Jason Alexander. Hit me up, dude. Anyway, we got a great show for you guys. I think we're going to start things off with thoughts from our friends Sean and Rob over at Movie Geek and Proud. Let's roll that clip. Hello, I'm Rob. And I'm Sean. And uh, we're from Movie Geek and Proud. Uh, we are going to mention our favorite Halloween-themed TV episodes. Sean, go first. Which is one of your first ones? So I want to highlight the Buffy Halloween episodes, first of which being... Season 2, Episode 6. This is the one where they go to a costume shop and we first meet Ethan Rain, who becomes a series somewhat regular. And Buffy gets a beautiful Victorian gown. Um, Willow's a ghost. Xander is a army man. And when they go to the, par- the streets of uh, trick-or-treating later, they each become the costume. Yeah. So we see Buffy become like a very scared girl. We see Xander become an army man. Willow turns invisible. It's just a fun episode. Yeah. No, I do remember that one. That one's good. Um, And what was the other one you had mentioned? My other one is also Buffy season four, (laughs) episode four. This one is called fear itself. And the reason I like to pair them is because they tie it back to the season two Halloween episode where they say, oh, I dressed as this this time just in case we turn into our costumes again. Um, I love this episode. I actually like it more than the first Halloween mm-hmm. because we first see Anya reveal that she's afraid of bunnies because she shows up as a bunny, which is scary to her. Um, <laughs> They go to um, a party where inside a uh, symbol takes effect and everybody's fears are becoming real. So like Oz is a werewolf and he's afraid he's going to turn and kill people. And um, the best part about this episode is it's kind of scary for being a TV show. And we get to the end and there's this huge dramatic reveal of the demon coming and he's huge until the camera kind of pulls out and he's tiny so the whole buildup, and then they just step on him, and the episode's over. <laughs> what a great reveal. Yeah. <laughs> so mine actually comes from two different shows. I have two of them that I want to spotlight. Um, the first one is from Roseanne. It's season four, episode six, Trick Me Up, Trick Me Down. And basically, Roseanne is super paranoid that her neighbor, Kathy Bowman, the uptight neighbor, is actually planning some prank on Roseanne because of what Roseanne did to her. And so she's going around all paranoid trying to figure out what's going on. But then there's also the annual Halloween Lanford event uh, costume party. And uh, Jackie is also seen throughout the episode flirting with an unknown man who's in a moose costume. Under the moose costume was George Clooney. Wow. Yeah, he guest starred on the... um, episode as an old sort of acquaintance to Jackie but um it was it's just funny because Roseanne is just walking around the whole time just paranoid and and anything that could possibly (laughs) like happen to her she believes it's because of Kathy and and Kathy just is like whatever I'm not doing anything you're the ones freaking yourself out so that's funny and then my other one is from the tv show Martin 
Okay. So this is um, the first season, their very first Halloween episode, one of two throughout the whole series, by the way. Um, It's called The Night He Came Home. So Martin is anti-Halloween. He doesn't like any of it at all, but the gang gets together and they're all dressed up and they're in his apartment and they decide to do a seance. And the whole episode, Martin has this man, I'm a man and I don't get scared and you can't scare me and blah, 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 blah. So um, they perform a seance because they learn that somebody died in his apartment. So they perform a seance and then all of a sudden all this stuff starts happening and people are disappearing in the apartment and Martin is all scared and then it turns out it was a huge prank (laughs) and they got him and um, he was freaked out. Um, he was, you know, in his Martin way, he's trying to defend himself and he's getting scared. He eventually starts crying and then they were like, what's up? And then they like get him and it's just a fun episode. And I actually remember coming home from a Halloween party myself as a kid or maybe even trick or treating and coming home to be able to watch that. And it was just a really fun night for me. Nice. So that is our um, favorite Halloween theme TV episodes. Um, also, if you guys want to check us out, we are um, Movie Geek and Proud uh, on any podcast out there, including iTunes and SoundCloud. And then also you can find us and follow us on Twitter on at MGNP Podcast. Thank you. Say goodbye, Sean. Goodbye, Sean. So let's start the count. Let's start our, let's start our, our list off here. We're going to go. You're going to start. You're going to pick number 10. Okay. I'm going to pick number 9. Okay. And so on. Uh, and as I said, no repeats. If you put something at number 10 that I wanted at number one, oh, too bad for me. We're not going to get it. Oh, my God. So you got your strategy down, what you're going to pick? Oh, I think so. There's so many good ones. It's tough. It I'm really hoping is. I'm relying a lot on you picking stuff that I want so that I can get more than my half in there. We're well, going to see. I'm going to tell you right now it's number 10. Probably not one that you like. Fuck. I'm going to kick it off with Frasier. <laughs> Okay, that's on my honorable mentions. Okay, cool. Uh, Season 5, episode 3. The uh, uh, episode is aptly named Halloween. Pretty Um, common name for these episodes. Yeah. Uh, People aren't really creative and don't seem to really throw themselves into the the spirit of the season. Um, This episode is fun. Uh, I think it's really fun for two uh, jokes that they they land and overplay. Um, Not overplay played just the right amount just the right amount uh number one is so niles is throwing a halloween party for Mm -hmm. the local library or something um but everybody has to dress up as a literary character um and so you got fraser of course being the snooty snooty guy that he is dressed up as chaucer niles is dressed up as uh cyrano de bergerac and then um i love that roz who we find out is pregnant she's dressed up as oh from the story of oh mm-hmm. but there's always <laughs> she's dressed in like a leather bustier and provocative like a, very yeah. po- provocatively so whenever she's like i'm oh people go oh and they do this three times and it's amazing also i love that bulldog shows up as waldo from where's waldo it's a literary character <laughs> there's nothing really spooky that happens in this episode but it it plays into one of my favorite things of uh television episodes of halloween is trying to figure out what your fair, favorite character is going to be dressed up as mm, yeah. um and just niles as serano uh, de bergerac is is a pretty fun sight gag it is and i, I mean i love it's not scary but the the whole plot of the episode is a people what is that called like where you mi- mistaken identity or not mistaken identity but like a like misinformation being carried yeah 
everybody thinks they know what's going on, but they have the wrong wrong pieces of information. Which is a common plot for Frasier. And any sitcom, but it, it's done really well in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the little, like, people overhearing conversations mm-hmm. uh, is really funny. A really bad game of telephone. Yeah. Yeah. Roz is pregnant, but people think that maybe it's Daphne. Daphne is pregnant. And Niles goes into full-blown meltdown. And let's just say it here, because it has probably hasn't been said before, David Hyde Pierce is the comic genius, genius uh, of our lifetime. Absolutely. Love David Hyde Pierce. Um, yeah, it's not on my list, but I do like it. And I think that it's a good choice at number 10. Okay, what's my first one going to be? I'm going to say at number nine, I'm going to put the South Park episode... <gasps> Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery. I know that this would not be Morgan's choice for her South Park episode, but this is my favorite of the South Park Halloween specials. It is very funny. It's it's like a Scooby-Doo episode, but instead of having the regular uh, Mystery Machine crew, we have Corn, the... the The 1990s and 2000s heavy metal bizarre rock group, and all playing it... All playing themselves and all playing it very, very <laughs> goofily, like they're like, on Scooby Doo. Yeah, they're part of the Scooby Gang. Um, but it's also got the hilarious plot with the boys. Um, they f- what happens? Like his grandma dies, and they oh, like, they use their body they, they, because they want they want to scare the the fifth graders or whatever. Uh-huh. And so they they dig up Kyle's grandma. Yeah, and she. <laughs> <laughs> but throughout the whole episode, Cartman just keeps trying to push his like spooky spider bit because he doesn't want to yeah. <laughs> have to deal with the dead body mm-hmm. part. Come on, guys. Spooky Spider? Spooky Spider? Spooky Spider? Uh, I just really like this episode a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. It's really goofy. And uh, I think they they employ canned laughter in it, right? They do. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, they make it like a Scooby-Doo <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, it's so great. And then at the end, they do the really over-the-top, ridiculous Scooby-Doo ending where all of the things were just whoever, whatever uh, side character was behind it. I think it was the priest, mm-hmm. uh, the pastor or whatever he is. Uh, and then they're like, oh, and this is how he did that. And they make this the, the ghost pirate ship by just like holding a, a folded piece of wax paper and stuff and it's just like super yeah ridiculous. Their, their explanations don't add up at all don't make any sense i think it's a really fun halloween episode it's goofy and it's got some good uh it's got a because of the scooby-doo parody it's got like a lot of fun uh nostalgia to it too definitely not my south park choice um but yeah that is a lot of fun yeah we'll talk i mean do you want to just talk i mean because a lot of these are going to have multiple episodes that we would want uh no i can save it for an honorable mention you sure yeah okay so morgan you're up for the next slot at number eight what do we got um again this it's not really spooky but it's not about being spooky it's about being a halloween episode okay so it's always sunny uh the episode where uh who got deep pregnant Mm -hmm. this episode employs one of my favorite techniques where we're having uh it's uh multiple perspectives so they're doing a retelling of uh the evening i guess it's not the evening that preceded anyway we learned halloween yeah but we 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 start the episode with Dee saying that she's pregnant and they have to recall their very foggy halloween evening right um and it's like rashomon we we see each of their different sides of it and each time it kind of shifts a little bit on how the story goes this episode has one of my favorite bits ever just (laughs) When Mac recalls his interaction with D, instead of D being there, it's an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. If, if so, you don't watch the show, it's a running gag that D really looks is. like a bird. She looks like a bird, and she is dressed as quote a sexy angel in the episode. <laughs> but they're like, why? Why would you use? Why would you be anything with wings and feathers? <laughs> um, it's uh, it's uh, like any. It's always sunny. It's absurd and and 
incredibly hilarious. And uh, if you just want, I say just watch it to see Frank Danny DeVito in a very, very tight Spider-Man costume. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so it's always funny. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. And that was uh, from season six, episode seven. Uh, yeah, I really like this episode. It's again on my honorable mentions. It wouldn't make my top tier, but uh, mostly because I don't remember it super well. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but I do love It's Always Sunny. And, and we get a, we get appearances from the McPoyles, which... True, yeah. Jimmy Simpson, I know, Ugh, plays so a, a big part in that one, which is great. Okay, so now we're now we're now I'm starting to get nervous because I got to make sure that I get all my stuff in there. Okay, <sighs> that's hard. Uh, I'm gonna put at number seven. I'm gonna put Home Improvement from season six, episode seven. I was a teenage tailor. Not even the good one. No, that's not. I there are a lot of good ones, but I, this is this is the one, and I'll tell you why. This one gets to be my favorite. Can you guess? Uh, I can't. You're gonna have to remind me. So this is later in the series, but. It's, a, it's still a really good one, but the main reason why I like this episode is because they involve Al in it. Oh. And he's constantly trying not to tell, not to break the the ruse that there's mm-hmm. a gag going on. In, the, in all the Home Improvement episodes, they're constantly trying to outdo each other with pranks. Yeah. And there's other shows that do it too, but that's like the running thing with Home Improvement is every year... All of the people, uh, Tim and Jill and all the kids and everybody try to like outprank each other. But in this one, they let Al participate and Al is really, really bad at it. And it's really funny. And the whole episode is Al trying to be scary. It starts off with tool time where he's trying to scare Tim and it's a bunch of really lame, like there's like a plastic snake and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Al just like busting up laughing, even though Tim is not at all scared. Um, but they're, the best part of the whole episode is when Al is trying not to spill the beans about the prank and just cannot just cannot hold it in and it makes me laugh so hard uh it's also uh the mr heckles from friends shows mm-hmm. up and is it's a good prank yeah he's the costume salesman right no he's there like he shows up to do like a prank to oh. like scare them into saying like oh the house was owned by murderers yeah. i used to live here or whatever but really he's the costume guy but really he's the costume guy but then they double down at the end and because they figure it out that like oh they paid Mm -hmm. that guy to be there but then at the end he shows back up and is like where the fuck's my money they said they were gonna pay me i don't give a shit about this stupid halloween nonsense like i want my money Mm -hmm. and like then the kids get actually scared randy and brad zachary type ryan his name's Brad. brad zach it's brad it's mark and it's randy right um, I know there's a lot of good home improvement episodes, but I love I love that one. And home improvement, there are like really, it's weird, a handful of sitcoms that I, I like. Really, not not all sitcoms are good about holidays in general, but aren't consistent on Halloween. But home improvement definitely is one where it's, you can just rely on every year. Yeah, there's a lot. I think they do. I think they do like seven of them over the course of the series, and they're all pretty good. Can I quickly talk about one moment from one the I think the first Halloween episode that they did? Yeah, that I love. Um, Tim, it was close. I almost picked the first one. It's yeah, the really first good. one's great, which is my favorite, which also has Sean from Boy Meets World in it. It does. I just want to say that. Um, but I like that uh, they're going to do uh, on Tool Time. Tim and Al are going to show off their pumpkins that they carved, <laughs> and Al carved Bob Vila into his. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. Classic. It's also that's the one where oh God, I can't remember it. Brad. That's the one where Brad comes show uh, as a uh, Raggedy, Raggedy Andy, and then yeah. his girlfriend doesn't. Yeah, because she she shows up with Sean. Yeah, 
and she he's like Sean's dressed up. That's not his character's name on there. What's his name? Right or strong? Uh, he's dressed up like a badass, and she shows up as a badass. Yeah, she's all too. like wearing leather and stuff. And but then Tim the tries end, to give her like give him lessons on like how to deal with women, but they go horribly wrong. Oh, and Jill's dressed as a carrot. That's right. Ugh, it's classic. also really good. It's really it, it could have made a place, but it's not so, getting it. We're going with I was a teenage tailor at number seven. Mike fucked up. Let's hear what Hannah has to say from Boozy Movies. Hello, Bad Reception Podcast listeners. This is Hannah. I'm the co-host of a podcast called Boozy Movies, where we get inebriated and opinionated each week, taking shots at one film, both literally and figuratively. But enough about me. Today, I am super appreciative because you guys are having me on to talk about one of my favorite TV Halloween episodes. So the the episode in question here is from season two, episode five of The Office, which is one of my all-time favorite shows, called Halloween. Because why wouldn't you name it that? Um, It was written by Greg Daniels. It's also directed by Paul Feig, who I love, who if you are a film person, he's directed the likes of uh, Spy, The Heat. He also did Bridesmaids. Basically, he's directed Melissa McCarthy in about 85 films. (laughs) And the reason I love this episode... Uh, for one, The Office season two is my favorite season. I just think it is jam-packed with an amazing story arc for Jam, Jim and Pam. I think it's amazing comedy. I think it's one of the best written seasons. Um, and we also really get a kind of get a better view of Michael. So in season one, you just see Michael as this, honestly, just kind of an idiot. And it took about uh, two seasons to make him a lovable idiot, right? Because in the first season, we're kind of like, this guy is just an idiot. Um, but we're really starting to understand kind of the peel back the layers, uh, so to speak, of who he is as a person. So speaking of idiocy, um, this episode is all about, takes place on Halloween, but it's all about how Michael is supposed to fire somebody from his office. And he was told in the beginning of October and in Michael Scott fashion, waited until the very last possible day and minute to decide who to fire. So the entire episode is kind of based on him going through the <laughs> going through the motions of trying to fire people and just failing miserably. Um, he tries to fire Stanley. He tries to fire Pam. It doesn't work. Um, he goes over to accounting and he is very, you know, nonchalantly like, so if you could just find, you know, like $50,000 uh, in the budget. So, you know, like salary and benefits. <laughs> and they're like, Michael, that's not a thing that we can do. Um, and so that's just a great story arc. Meanwhile, Jim and Pam have this great arc because they're not yet together. Um, and this is all gonna, you know, collide in the climax of the beginning of their relationship at Casino Night, which is the finale of The Office. But for now, um, they talk about Dwight getting a reference to a different company. So he's being recruited by a different company. And Pam kind of mentions in passing, yeah, you should totally take a better job. You could do way better. You, you, you know, you're better than this company, essentially. And Jim is kind of hurt by that because he feels like she doesn't want him around. And so that's a great arc for their relationship. And they kind of go back and forth on on what that means to each of them. Um, and it's all resolved by the end. But my favorite part of this, this, you know, episode and the way Office does Halloween is just they all show great costumes 
And so that's super fun. Uh, Pam is a cat, but Michael Scott takes the cake. He is basically a paper mache version of himself on his right shoulder, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, so that is a blast to watch. But the episode actually ends with him <laughs> firing Creed. So he actually does it. He fires Creed. And then somehow Creed, being Creed, convinces him, no, you don't want to fire me. You want to fire Devin. And it makes sense because Devin, we never see again, obviously, but we're like, who even is Devin at this point? When you rewatch The Office, you're like, who is Devin and where did he come from? Um, but Devin is fired. And in retribution, he throws a pumpkin on Michael's car, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, but, you know, Michael is, is just showing his true colors during this. He feels awful, but he's an idiot and he waited way too long. But the best part of the end of this episode, for me, is you really get to see the the heart of Michael and his vulnerability. Um, because at the end, they, they pan to his home and actually show kids walking through and trick-or-treating. And he's just complimenting their outfits and being very sweet to them. And it shows you a different side of Michael that we didn't really get in the first season. And so, because of that, this is one of my favorite episodes of The Office. It's definitely my favorite Halloween episode of any television uh, show, at, at least that I've seen to date. And uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful show, so if you haven't seen it, check it out. If you have, go back and rewatch it. It's a great for this time of year. Um, you guys, thank you so much for letting me talk about this. It's one of my favorite things. I will come back and talk about The Office anytime you want. Uh, but until next time, happy fall and cheers. All right, Morgan, you ready to keep this thing going? Oh this Halloween train uh, rolling. All right, so I can get into the good stuff now. Yeah, this I would say it's definitely time to start kicking um, it into high gear. One uh, another program that I can rely on to deliver on all holidays consistently mm -hmm. um is bob's burgers okay good this is one i was really hoping you put in there well let's see if it's the episode you're thinking of. okay i'd be surprised if it wasn't okay so i'm gonna go with season three episode two full bars yep that's the one um so this really plays on being a kid and making sure that you get yourself to the hoity-toity neighborhoods so you can get them full ass candy bars uh so this episode's really great uh we got jean dressed up as queen latifah <laughs> yes. from the uh phase of her career louise of course being the little hooligan that she is is dressed up as edward scissorhands with actual scissors <laughs> duct taped to her goddamn hands and then i think tina is a mummy she's no she's a mummy's mummy mummy's mummy because she's a she has a mummy but she's got a little baby that's mummy right with her. that's right um and they the kids go over to the really rich island and go trick-or-treating there um and run into some some pranks from the older kids but uh but that's only half the episode because the other half of the episode oh, okay. is my favorite part. Okay. So you can kick it off with the parents' Halloween experience. So the parents, while the kids are going off to the island to get full bars, the parents are kind of finagled into going to Teddy's Halloween party, even though they don't want to. And I don't remember what they dress up as. Uh, Bob well, is like a sumo wrestler? No, no. Uh, so... Uh, Linda dresses he up. Yeah, he doesn't. Dress he doesn't up. dress up. That's right. Linda dresses up, and I can't remember what she is. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh man, I feel bad. But so Teddy's like, you can't be at this party unless you're yeah, dressed up. So he, he, he gives him, him like a spare costume. So he's yeah. So but I love that he tries to push on him Frankenstein on holiday or yeah. summer Frankenstein. <laughs> um, but he ends up taking like a, a sumo costume that's not inflated. Yeah. Uh, oh no, it is. No, it's inflated. inflated. Yeah, now you're right. thinking of another yeah. episode. Yeah, I am. 
maybe I'll bring up later. Oh, maybe it'll come up later. Uh, yeah, but so the the big plot point is that Bob sits on his hamster on no, Teddy's hamster, his right? His guinea pig. His guinea pig. His small rodent, <laughs> and it's really it's a really funny. It's it turns into who done it? Who killed Franny or Fran or whatever? Mm-hmm. The, but just the guinea te- pig. Teddy's reaction to everything oh, is God. so funny. Um, um, and Bob just being like, "Oh God, I think I did it." <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. that's a great episode. Bob's I, Burgers. It it yeah. I, I I was fighting on whether it would be on my top five or not, but since we're doing it this way, I'm super glad that I made it in there. Michael, what's number five? At number five, we have boy. Now we we really are getting nitty gritty. Yeah. All right. At number five, season two, episode seven of Roseanne. The episode is called Boo. That's the best one. Man. It's the very first episode of of the Roseanne Halloween mm-hmm. episodes. It's so 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 good. Um, it's the one that centers around uh, Dan is having like a really important person come over to like uh, yeah because he hasn't had work for a while right and yeah he's, like trying to land a contracting job and this guy's coming over but the Connors are putting on a Halloween haunted house mm-hmm. and it, of course because it's the Connors it's like all out super awesome Halloween decorations and uh, all the whole family is part of it uh forget all of the parts that they have but i know aunt jackie is in the yeah, in her, like the her, yeah the platter when you open her up the food platter is yeah. it's the beginning of it it's they're all pranking each other through the whole episode there's lots of fun goofs and costumes i think roseanne's a witch in that one yeah she's like a hag yeah uh, i don't remember what the kids are though because they usually all the costumes are really. If I good. remember right, Darlene, I don't know exactly what the costume is, but she has a whole bunch of like arrows stuck out of her, or like knives yeah, stuck out right. of her. Yeah, uh, I don't think that Becky is dressed up. Though, are you sure? I'm, is that's not the one where she's like half prom queen and half dead? That's a no, that's one. a different okay. one. Because I think part of it is. Uh, she's oh, that's not, right. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. That's right. I that also that episode kicks. Aside from the personality of Roseanne Barr, I love the series Roseanne because, I mean, for so many reasons, but I just love how uh, ruthless they are to each other, but out of love. Like, this is a family that is so multidimensional and it feels pretty authentic to i guess a midwest experience um well just like not a typical tv family which is like you know i think that both of us came from families that don't mirror your typical sitcom family Mm -hmm. and so it's cool to see like a different take on it like these people are a little bit they're weird um they're into like some like weird macabre stuff and yeah Halloween i and- think this is the one where uh doesn't roseanne like tease up her hair and she gets her hand into the toaster and she waits for dan to walk by yeah, so she'd that- be like and he gets legitimately freaked out yeah. thinking that she had electrocuted herself right and i but think that, that's fun. like the whole episode is dan like like not being participating in it even yeah. though he normally would but he's like no this is super serious but then of course the twist at the end is that it was all a joke on Roseanne. It, which is, yeah, exactly. Which is which is also fun. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, like Home Improvement, there are tons of great Halloween episodes from Roseanne. Could have picked, we could have picked a lot of them. We can talk a little bit about some other ones in our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But I think this is this is the strongest one for sure. So that's my number five, Roseanne. There's one that needs to be saved for, I think, the top two. And I think you'll get it. So I'm going to leave it to you. No. Oof. I know. It's so scary. Oh, this is really frightening. This okay, is the scariest I'm gonna... part. Because oh, I only have two more. Yeah, we each only have two more. I'm gonna feel bad if it's this low, though. Oh man, I know I have three that like have to make it. Oh shit, this is really difficult. 
Which one am I going to throw out? Which one am I going to throw out? Which uh-huh. one am I going to throw out? I mean, we could still talk about it on yeah, lynch. It's, it's all good. I know, but these, I, I think we'd get lynched. Okay, I'm going to save this. This one's going to be safe for another one, number one, but I will do this one, and you're going to be probably pissed at me for putting it number four, because you're going to probably do it, but I'm going to jump in. Okay. Am I going to jump in? Am I going to do it? I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm going to go with um season two, episode six. Oh, man. I already know. Of Community epidemiology oh man not only did you steal my number one spot you put a different episode oh you'd go with okay Shh, we'll talk about it later all right fine <laughs> it's spooky um dang it you took my number one uh so community oh it feels good god it feels good to be gangster um this episode is fantastic on oh it's great this is so many levels super fun episode um f- but first it's great just to talk about how everyone's dressed up, mm-hmm. which we will do right now. Um, <laughs> I didn't write down any stuff, like any of the costumes that people oh, have in any well, of these episodes. you clearly did not do your homework. First of all, continuing with my Lady Gaga fascination, we have Dean dressed up, or the Dean, the rather, Dean, Dean Aling, uh, dressed up as Lady Gaga. So the, the community college is throwing a uh, Halloween party. And the whole premise is they're serving taco meat, but it's not really taco meat. It's government rationed meat. Right. From like a long time for, ago. That's gone spoiled. That's turning everyone into zombies. Which uh, which is a really funny because it's not written off. It's not like, and at the end, it was, that didn't happen. It just ends with them like that was real. Yeah. Like the government shows up and like has to quarantine the entire school. But everyone's like trapped. So, uh, in fact, I think there's a great montage of them trying to the our core group of our core gang trying mm-hmm. to escape to a Queen song, if I remember right. Probably. I think, Don't I think, stop yeah. me now. I think is what they're what's playing. There's like a lot of because it's a dance, so there's a lot of music in it. Uh, yeah, and or it's the Dean, and that's another great gag. It's the Dean's playlist, mm-hmm. but it keeps like uh, looping in um, some of his like uh, voice notes, like remember. Oh, to that's get right. Milk yeah. on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, true to Jeff. And his narcissism, he's dressed up as David Beckham. <laughs> That's right. Um, for some reason, I, Britta, Britta is dressed as a dino. Uh, Pierce is Captain T. Kirk. And I will say that going back to your Morgan's John Q's, if I would have thought about it, I might have said Troy as the, the mech suit. As the, as the uh, yeah, the robot suit from Aliens mm-hmm. and, is a pretty great, with, uh, with Abed being the alien. Yeah. The xenomorph. The xenomorph is great. And then I like the, oh, Annie as uh, Little Red Riding Hood, but I like the ongoing joke of Shirley. She's clearly dressed up as like Galinda the Good Witch, mm-hmm. but everyone's not sure what she's supposed to be. Right. <laughs> uh, anywho, true to just their normal setup, a lot of shenanigans ensue. and Lots of meta humor, lots of pop culture references, obviously all the costumes we just said. Um, and it's just a gut. Gosh darn it! It's a lot of fun. It is, and, and they it's, and the, they become zombies. They really the zombies, do. Like, yeah, it's actually, it's a real life frightening situation. So hey guys, get on it. So at number f- four, four, mm-hmm, four. Michael, what's Wait. your number three? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know what I'm doing. I know. I was trying to. I was trying to remember how many we had, but yeah, you're right. What's your okay. number three? Holy smokes! We are getting real close to the nitty gritty here. Uh, do you want to make sure I get everything in there? So actually, I think we're okay. I think. I think we're okay. At number three. Don't you fucking say it. I don't know what you think I'm going to say. Okay. At number three, I've got season four, episode four of the greatest show ever made, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, good. I got it. It's the episode entitled Fear Itself. Uh, it's the episode where 
uh, it's in season four, so they're in college, and they're going to a college frat party. And the previous year, well, two previous years in season two, they did, uh, they all became their Halloween costumes. So in this one, Xander's, like, preparing to make sure that if they turn into their Halloween costumes again, that he's going to be something cool. So he's dressed up as James Bond. But it has a really great joke where Xander sets all that up being like, oh, in case we turn into our costumes, I got the coolest, I got the best thing you could possibly be, James Bond. And then Oz is there. And then he says, oh, what are you going as Oz? Because he's just dressed as, like, a normal dude in his normal clothes. And then he he opens his shirt up and it just has a name tag that says God, God. Um, which is one of my favorite jokes and was almost going to be my pick for favorite costume in a, in a TV show. But you didn't want to show your can- your your that I didn't want to show my hand. Yeah, too early. exactly. It's Ew. also like so bo- it's like if it was a real person, I would be like, come on, that's pretty lazy. But it's a really good joke. Um, Buffy's dressed as Red Riding Hood. Uh, Willow is Joan of Arc. And and then, of course, you have Anya as a rabbit. A, a rabbit. The, the most frightening the, thing to her. A bunny, specifically. The, Xander tells her to dress up as the scariest thing that she can think of, and she comes as a bunny, um, which is really um, funny. And you got to talk about the best uh, guest appearance. I don't remember. We have the Black Ranger from Power Rangers. In it, <laughs> That's right. Whatever his name is. Yeah, they're doing a Halloween party, and they set up like a big old pentagram or like this uh-huh. special like conjuring oh. circle. But then, like all the stuff in the in the haunted house, like starts coming alive. Like mm-hmm. if it's like a, a pretend spider, will turn into like a real spider. Or there's like a skeleton man that it, like comes out with a fake knife, but the knife is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's a really fun. It's also like pretty spooky. We haven't really done any like actually scary spooky ones. ones. Yeah, and this one is pretty scary. Um, it's also tons of fun, and you get both Giles. Uh, dressed ridiculously in like a big Mexican sombrero. Oh yeah, he's like he because Buffy's like um, I, I don't I don't want to do all this Halloween stuff. I got to go see somebody who's definitely not being ridiculous with Halloween stuff for sure. Giles will not be doing goofy Halloween stuff. And then it cuts to Giles opening the door wearing ridiculous garb. Um, yeah, I love Buffy. It's my favorite show ever, and season four is fantastic. And this episode's great. Fear itself. Check it's it out. Much must watch for the Halloween season. Absolutely. And coming at you, we got Stork and Peacock from Besotted Geek. Let me hear those Halloween episodes. Hey, hello, Mike and Morgan from Bad Reception Podcast. This is Stork and Peacock hello. from the. Never. I, I will let you say hello. <laughs> this is this. <laughs> Every time we record one of these, you're just, oh, hello. As soon as I hear Peacock, I just say hello. Just, yeah. I'm like a robot. We're from the Besotted Geek, anyways. So, hello. (laughs) And we are giving you our thoughts on our favorite TV Halloween specials. Yeah. So, I will let Peacock go first. Hello. She's so excited to be here. Yeah. So, go ahead. Um... I couldn't think of any. Okay. No, 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 no. But then I thought, "Mm, I do remember that Stranger Things episode where all the kids dressed up like uh, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was that season two. Because it was also good because they were like, are we too old to dress up? We might be too old to dress up. And then they like go to school and like. Those kids are not too old to dress up. No. I'll get or into too that. Too old to trick or treat. And <laughs> yeah, things. like you know, and but they're all dressed like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I love that show. So that was that's what I thought of. Okay, I came up with two just off the oh, top of my geez. head. Even though I said I couldn't think of anything yeah. originally, it, two popped in mind. Uh, first, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I believe season two. 
which is over 20 years ago. I only saw the episode once, but it was a, I don't know if it was a spell or the kids got their costumes from a cursed costume selling that place. Sounds like fun. But whatever happened, whatever they were dressed as, they became. So I specifically, <laughs> really? yeah, I specifically remember Xander was a soldier and he became like all about uh, strategery. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> as, they, as they say. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, like, all the kids were trick-or-treating cause, because it was Halloween night, mm-hmm. and they were all dressed like monsters. So there was a bunch of monsters just running around uh, Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I remember that. And uh, the other one that came into mind was Freaks and Geeks, where, much like Stranger Things mm-hmm. that you were talking about, they were wondering if they were too old to trick-or-treat anymore, <laughs> but they wanted to do it one last time. I think the the main kid, Sam, was, like, trying to hold on to his youth, <laughs> and he forced his other kid, his, his friends to dress up, and uh, the one kid was always Groucho, <laughs> <laughs> and his friend Bill was a woman that yeah, year. Yeah, I remember that. I and do remember that. at the same time, his older sister, Lindsay, was out with the, the freaks, mm-hmm. and they were just doing, like, vandal shit. <laughs> they were uh, bashing mailboxes, yeah. and, and they, they ended up throwing eggs and hitting Sam. with. She oh, threw an egg and hit her own brother that's in sad. the face. I think he was a robot. Was he like the Tin Man or something? But I think it was the no. I think it was like the robot from Lost in Space or something <laughs> weird. But he looked like the. Tin it was man. awful, and at the same time, like their parents, the mom was trying to give out. She always cooked. She always made cookies each year mm-hmm. and gave them out, and the kids were throwing them away <laughs> because it, I mean, it was like don't trust yeah baked right goods, around that time you, that whole thing because yeah. it was like the early like a 80s razor blade or pin or yeah or something in there yeah so she was very depressed and her husband was dressed as dracula because it was um the guy who always played dracula on sctv <laughs> which i appreciated because yeah, I, yeah. i'm old enough to remember that I so i don't know that i don't yeah. even know what sctv is well yeah, yeah. i There's married that. young so <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's what we got for you. So thanks for inviting us to partake in your show and uh, keep the horror alive. I have no idea how to end these clips. <laughs> I was just letting you go because I wanted to see where that went. I've done these. This is not my first keep clip. the horror alive. <laughs> yes. Yes, do that. Thank you. You'd think I didn't wow. have my own show. Awkwardness. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, Morgan. We're here. We're we're down to the top two. It's your last pick. Your last pick. You better make it good. Honestly, I I only have one thing left, so I don't know what you're going to pick. I think it might be what I'm going to pick. Which will be really weird, because then at number one, I'll have to pick something else. Yeah, and then you're going to be screwed. It's scary. Are you sure? Uh, mine's one where I think most people would be like, that's absolutely the thing you need to talk about. We haven't talked about it at all. I know, but maybe I will pick it at number one. Well, no, I think the one that I'm going to say is going to be number one, but I have no choice to to do it at number two. But I'm saying maybe you give me some faith and you say it at number two. You you pick something else at number two so that what I say (gasps) will be at number one. I'm so scared right now. Do whatever you want. It's going to be interesting (laughs) if you say my number one because, well, it's actually my number two because Community was my number one. But Is it season six? Is mine? Episode six? 
Yep. I have a little show called the Simpsons. Oh my god. This means that this means who, what is going to be at number 1 now? Who knows? Oh my god. See, this is what happens. Ooh, it's gotten interesting. You know folks. I was going to pick it. Oh my god. Right, I told you. Now, this means that I have to find something else to be number 1 that's not yep, even on my that's list. That's not even going to top it. Oh Sucks to be god. you. Oh, everybody it's cry. On list. Oh, everybody cry for Michael. It's so now sad. Now this list is going to look ridiculous. Yep. Your number one's going to be so dumb. People are going to hashtag so dumb you. So we're going to do uh, Treehouse of Terror 5. Well, it's not what it's called, so we're off to a bad start. Treehouse of Horror. Or whatever. It should be Treehouse of Terror. <laughs> but it's it's not. Treehouse of Horror 5 with three incredibly classic storylines. Uh, I, I also picked five. That would have been my choice out of all of the classic Treehouse of Horror. It, yeah, I just think that those, because of that lineup... All three of them are perfect. Yeah. There are other segments that I like, but they're in episodes that have a weak one. This one has no weak one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So we kick it off with The Shannon, which is just The Simpsons retailing of The Shining, which has one of my favorite bits when they're driving up to the hotel Mm -hmm. and they keep forgetting things. Right. And then the last bit is they forget grandpa at the gas station. And they're just like, they leave him. (laughs) Um, Oh, classic. Yeah. So so many classic lines in that, in, just in that segment. Yeah. No beer, no TV, make home, home look up, something, yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Go crazy? Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, and then you've got Time and Punishment, which is a great... Oh, so oh, good. Man. Uh, he... He messes with the toaster. I'm trying to remember exactly how that. He's just off. fixing the toaster, oh, yeah. and that turns into a time machine yeah. for some reason. Um, and then it's the butterfly effect. Yeah, exactly. So he gets transported in time, and every time he he fucks up something in prehistoric times, and then comes back to present day, and there's something weird. And then it ends with uh, the the whole button of the episode is he finally gets back to present day, and it's breakfast, and he asks for a donut, and they're like, "We don't have donuts." No, well that's not the that's not the end. Oh. That, so he goes to the... Oh, that's right. He goes... he That's the that's the second to last one. He goes to back and they're all like super rich. His whole... Like the family is mm-hmm. all really, really wealthy. And he's like, yes, finally, an improvement. This is the best place that I could possibly imagine going to. And then he's like, let me have a donut, please. And they say, what's a donut? And, and then, then she goes... Leaves, and but, then, but then uh, Marge goes, oh, it's raining outside. And it's raining donuts. So if he would have stayed, it would have been even more been perfect. perfect timeline for him. But when he comes back the last time, it's just normal. And then, but they have lizard tongues. And he's like, eh, close yeah, enough. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then you have Nightmare Cafeteria. Also good. It's probably the weakest of the three, but it is yeah. really good. It's where they cook. The, the, yeah, the Hooter. entire. Uh, Hooter, not Hooter. Uter. Well, they they end up cooking. The entire school staff ends up yeah, getting they get into like a, eating children. To it, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Classic. Classic, guys. It's so a good bad. One. So it, bad that Michael didn't get to do that at number one, and I got to do it at number two. It's so good that I can't believe it's not number one. Oh, yeah. Well. What in the fuck am I supposed to do now? Well, that's on you. Now there's no more. Now all of my top, now all of my top seven are on here, and I have to come up with, okay, uh, you might have to actually give me a sec. <laughs> whatever it is is gonna be number one i have an episode of dinosaurs if you want it let's see let's see i can't believe i can't believe you didn't you have something drunk. else to put at number two nope because i was afraid i wasn't gonna be able to get in there i told you it would have i would have been picked it at number one well i didn't have a number two i didn't do the strategic remember i know but then if we would have it doesn't matter this is the way it is no there's I love nothing it. we could do about it okay 
At number one, something that is an it gets an honorable mention from me, um, but is now going to be the number one greatest Halloween episode of all time. For the listeners at home, this is Michael's absolute favorite. Go on, Michael. It's probably not even most people's favorite of this. Go on, show. Michael. This is your favorite favorite one. All right, at number one, we've In got history. Meet and Greet season four, episode five Parks and of Rec. Parks and Rec. Which is a very fun episode where uh, April and Andy, who are living with Ben, mm-hmm. uh, th- decide to throw a Halloween party without, without telling without him. telling Ben. And I, Ben is my favorite character, and he gets really upset in this episode, and it's very, very funny. Um, it's also the episode where, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is, it's also the episode where um, Ron and Anne kind of bond, because yeah. he's trying to fix the shower. Mm-hmm. And Andy says, that's called the shock wire. We call that, because if you touch it, you, you die. die. Yeah. Um, uh, and I love Anne's costume in this. What is she guys? I don't She's remember. an eggplant. <laughs> She's an eggplant. <laughs> um, and then Andy is a UFC fighter of which I do not know. Yeah, the name I can't of. remember the name. And, um, April is, we already mentioned the deflated. Well, she's a sumo wrestler who's lost weight. She's <laughs> lost, lost, lost weight. Um, um, this is where we get the term blood orphans, which I enjoy. Oh yeah. And this just, has the opening where mm-hmm, they're, the where, cold opens great. Where There's obviously Chris orphans. Pratt is just, is just, and, and, um, uh, yeah. a, uh April, oh God. And, uh, Audrey Plaza, Audrey Plaza are just riffing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Just saying as much. April keeps saying all the grossest stuff. And then Andy keeps being like, but not, they're just for pretend. We're going to have food and drinks and candy. So, I don't know what blood orphans are. It is a very good Halloween episode. I don't, is this, I think this is also the side story is Leslie and Tom Haverford. So, Tom Haver- so yeah, Leslie is running for uh, city council and she sets up this event where she's meeting with all the local businessmen to kind of get their vote. So she decides to ha- give Tom Haverford a bone and uh, let him or Entertainment 720 throw the event. And it just right. turns into, he just, ple- it turns into Tom realizing that he's out of money and he's trying to plead with everyone to kind of get some business generated for right. himself. He just keeps doing everything for him. Exactly. It doesn't have anything to do with Halloween, but it is a fun part of the episode also. Yeah. So yeah, the greatest episode of all, Halloween episode of all time. Uh, uh, you also Rec, get season four, episode five. Quite possibly my favorite. Yeah, is Jerry as Mr. Potato Head. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> where, a, th- there's a great bit where because uh, this is when Chris Traeger is dating his daughter, and Chris Traeger talks to Jerry about how much he's basically boning Jerry's daughter. R- well, because Jerry keeps being like, "It's okay, you can talk about it." Like it doesn't it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable, and he's like, "Oh." Well, then I'm just going to get into real serious detail about it. And then April walks over and takes his happy face and turns it upside down and makes <laughs> him a sad face. Uh, yeah. It's pretty fun. It is a fantastic episode. I am happy to have it on the list. It is bizarre to be number it's one. It's your number one. It's your favorite it's episode, It's our number Michael. one. You keep acting like it's like Michael, embarrassing me only. Michael, you chose it. Everybody's so. going to see that this outranks The Simpsons. <laughs> Okay, so let's hear from Nick over at Epic Film Guys. What do you got for us, Nick? What's up? This is Nick from the Epic Film Guys talking about favorite Halloween TV episodes of all time. And I've got a bunch of honorable mentions that I'm going to mention really quickly up at the top because I have to get into the meat of this thing. I've been watching through Brooklyn Nine-Nine lately for the first time, and I love the Halloween episodes that have the big escalating pranks. I love the community Halloween episodes. I love the office Halloween episodes because they're constantly like the costuming and everything like that is just amazing. But for me, 
especially growing up. And even like today, I'll go back and revisit them all the time because they're just so good. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror specials, especially you're talking during classic Simpsons. You're talking like back during, say, season two through like season nine, ten back in that era. Like, I love it when they when they bring the giant uh, lard lad donut guy to life and he stomps on Flanders house because uh, Homer steals the big giant donut. Uh, you got Dracula, Mr. Burns is count Dracula and Homer's like, did everybody wash their necks? Ah. <sighs> He shoots Flanders, the zombie Flanders. Dude, dude, Dad, you shot the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie? <laughs> and, like, I think one of the most iconic ones that I absolutely love is from the first Treehouse of Horror, which was James Earl Jones reading Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven with Homer as just the author and Barr as the Raven. <laughs> and they definitely did it a lot of justice, I think, but they still put that kind of Simpsons twist on it, which really, really was... It was great. It was absolutely wonderful. I think they definitely tried to spoof off of everything they possibly could. The oh, the one where Homer is King Kong <laughs> and he just he just he eats he picks up Lenny and he throws him in his mouth and he starts chewing on him and then Lenny sticks his head back and he's like, "Come on, Homer, quit eating me." And <laughs> swallows him. Uh, the one with oh, lousy smart weather where Groundskeeper Willie plays Freddy Krueger, and Homer turns up the heat, and he bursts into flames, and he basically becomes Freddy Krueger. He starts killing all the kids in their dreams and everything, and oh, it, the, it, Nelson, in his one dream, he runs his floor buffer over him, and then Bart's talking to, Bart's dreaming about Krusty or whatever, and it's like, it's your classic Statue of Liberty play. Newt Rockney called it the forward pass, and then Groundskeeper Willie's like this big giant bagpipe spider. Oh, I love Treehouse of Horror so much. That's why when I saw this question from Bad Reception, I was like, there can only be one correct answer for me. Because especially, like I said, during classic Simpsons, it's oh, the monkey's paw. I wish for a turkey sandwich on rye bread with mustard. And then it gives him the sandwich and he's like, the turkey's a little dry. Oh, foul, accursed thing. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. It was like always really, really great. And even some of the newer ones are not too bad. Even some of the newer ones are not too bad. I mean, they definitely always put a lot more effort into the Halloween episodes just because it's it's such a tradition now to do those amazing Treehouse of Horror episodes. I used to even love the way that they would lead into them with Marge coming out and like warning the audience that it was going to get really, really scary. And then they started doing the more elaborate opening titles for them and everything. It was just, it's just great. Yeah, that's got to be it for me. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror is, bar none, the absolute best of Halloween horror television. Just absolutely is. I know that that was more than one episode, but it's Treehouse of Horror. There's just way too many good ones to pick from. I just absolutely love them so, so much. I told you, Flanders has it. Just smash open his house. He came to life. Good for him. Thank you very much, uh, guys. I absolutely love you. Thank you very much for having me uh, in this brief little clip and uh, on with the show. All right, Morgan, I think I'm going to go over a couple of we put up on Twitter to ask people what they thought mm -hmm. uh, was their favorite episodes of Halloween uh, TV shows. And I'm going to go through a couple of those, read them out on the show. 
Um, and then we'll close things up with our... We should talk about some honorable, honorable, mentions. honorable mentions. But I'm going to go through these first because we might cover some of that. In Copy. Here. Okay, so first up from Loosely Based on Movies, they posted uh, a GIF of Darlene and the alien coming out of oh, her stomach. so good, guys. Of course. We already mentioned it, but it is... It's awesome costume, and I love that. Everyone should approach the spirit of Halloween like Darlene Connor does. She has some great it, she really uh, does. costumes throughout the whole series. She's so macabre. I love it. Um, from both Make It Stop and Friday the 13th, we have And Then There Was Sean from Boy Meets World. And Morgan and I were talking about this a little bit. It's not a Halloween episode. Technically but speaking, it does not take a place on Halloween. But the spirit of Halloween is def- is undeniably in that episode. Yeah, it comes up a lot on favorite Halloween episodes because it is a scary episode. Mm-hmm. It was actually in February that it debuted because um, it's not a Halloween episode. No. But it's basically a slasher movie, but with the Boy Meets World cast. Yeah, they, they, they're they doing like a, a nod to, I know what you did last summer, so far as to get Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, a cameo right she plays like a fictionalized version of herself mm-hmm. yeah it was all a dream michael or or was it was it so that's yeah that one was pretty popular um melissa from the brook reading podcast said tina witch from bob's burgers we didn't mention that one but i think that's like a later like season five i don't remember specifically i can't remember if that's the one i'm thinking of if that is that the one nope uh i don't remember that one oh, yeah i'm not sure i'm sure it's a good one i like yeah. all the bob's burgers halloween I'm just not episodes recalling it right off the top i like of the head. one also oh we'll get to it later Oh, this one, okay, so this was the most popular one for some reason, and I've never seen it. So, from Boobies and Newbies, TFGIF, and Miles from MC Variety Hour all had comments about the episode Too Old to Trick or Treat, Too Young to Die from that 70s show. Oh, yeah, that was a, a pretty popular one. It's on- apparently, as, has uh, it's all done like Hitchcock uh, mm-hmm. montages and stuff montage homages um I, so i've never seen that one so that'll be one that i have to put on the list yeah for this we'll year have to maybe that should have topped our list i don't know a very special podcast said if early 90s teenage angst is your thing my so-called life did a pretty bitchin' episode way back when when that show was a thing and that is called halloween and also micah and jen from i, I never say, saw that i never saw that uh recommend that also well. recommended that yeah um i'm gonna come clean with everyone I haven't seen my so-called life no? all the way through. I've seen it like a few episodes, but I haven't watched it all the way through. I've, I watched it when it was on. So, I mean, what, like 96? Like, I haven't seen it since then. Mm. So, I would say definitely need to bone back up on that one. I really liked it, though. I thought it was a really good show. Was it 96 or was it earlier? It might have been earlier than yeah. that. I don't remember. Um, uh, we don't do any research on the show. Nope. Um, what happened, Ding? said the Halloween ep of Family Matters when the dummy Urkel murders the entire Winslow family. Yeah, That's, of course, the episode Stevel. Yeah, Stevel is great. Uh, which is a really fun, goofy episode where <laughs> there's a killer Urkel doll. Uh, Brent from Home Video Hustle said, if I had to pick one, I'd say the episode of Halloween Candy from Tales from the Dark Side. Love that one since I was a kid. Ooh. This one probably would have made my list if it would have been extended a little bit further. It's one of my favorites, and I watch it pretty much every year. Um, I usually put it on when we have a Halloween party. Can you briefly remind me of this one? So it's basically there's this really fucking grumpy ass old man who hates Halloween. And so for whatever reason, I think he has to like watch his grandkids and the whole time they're like being obnoxious and he's like i'm gonna fucking show all these kids and then instead of like giving them like candy he keeps giving them like super nasty gross stuff i remember yeah um and then at the end he gets murdered by a a demon yeah (laughs) but mostly i I like the episode because it's just this mean ass old man is like 
just being really mean to kids, which, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows is really funny. Love being mean to kids. Yeah. So do we have some honorable um, mentions? Ones that kind of... Yeah, so... So they never put out Halloween episodes because the show overall is very spooky. But I'm just going to mention two. If you never watched the X-Files, I'm going to throw two standalone episodes to you guys. Um, to two? Kind of, yes, just very briefly. Um, that kind of fall into this spirit. Um, number one being X-Cops, uh, season seven, episode 12. Um, it's a blend. It's uh, the X-Files, an X-Files episode, but it's bl- made like it's a an episode of Cops. And the whole promise is they're dealing with this entity that preys on your worst fear. So it kind of feels like a Halloween episode because they're jumping from storyline to storyline mm-hmm. with people uh, running into their worst fear. The other one is called Bad Blood, which has a great uh, guest appearance from Luke Wilson. Um, it's a vampire story. Um which is fun and kind of spooky, but it's also very comedic because it's another uh, storyline where uh, things are being recounted from different points of view. Right. Um, so those two. Nice. I'm going to, since you're doing a non-Halloween one, I'm going to throw out a non-Halloween one. I'm going to say the scare from the first season of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh, um, is that the one where everyone dies? Yeah. So, the, okay. well, I don't know if they die, but so it's, it's, or it, it's, it's written by Mike White and it's done to be like a, like a slasher movie again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really fun because they play it really straight throughout the whole episode i think at the end it's like just kidding we were just doing a prank but the whole thing is like dawson takes the whole creek gang out to uh some like spooky house Uh, i think it's pronounced crick crick uh and the power goes out but then they find out like somebody cut the power and there's like a maniac on the loose and they it's like a storming outside and scary anyway it's a really fun the whole first season of dawson's creek is much better than the show later became for some reason i'm not sure um maybe because mike white left he's a great writer um but this one was particularly fun and and kind of even scary do you want to just throw out a couple more honorable mentions or are you are you you out because i got a whole bunch more that we didn't talk about oh yeah like from repeats i do we did talk about south park yeah we did not talk about the episode i want to talk about the episode i want to talk about is season 10 episode 11 hell on earth okay satan is throwing himself uh, it's like it's there's so much shit going on in this episode Mm -hmm. that's so amazing uh the the main plot line is Satan throwing himself a birthday party, but it's in the uh, it's parroting my super sweet sixteen, um, with one of my favorite jokes where Satan's like making sure he's like turning into a very prissy teenager and he's making sure that no one else dresses up like him. Mm-hmm. And first he's like, I want to be the crow, and then a whole bunch of other people start dressing up like the crow. And he's like, Fine, <laughs> fuck it. Um, so he ends up having to dress up like Britney Spears, a la Oops, I did it. no, not Oops, I did it again baby baby yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's not what it's called either whatever it's called i don't give a shit um but one of my other favorite jokes in this is a parody of the three stooges but it's ted bundy jeffrey dahmer and john wayne gacy where they're entrusted to go and pick up satan's birthday cake um which goes horribly awry and ends up with everyone murdering people also oh, it's, there's so many great gags in this this is the biggie smalls gag where oh, the my boys God. Uh, go into like a uh, all smiles. a bloody mary yeah biggie smiles biggie smiles biggie smiles um i think it's butters that ends up summoning but biggie smalls mm-hmm. and he's trying to go to satan's birthday party so butters has to get on a plane and get biggie smalls back to or to la to go to satan's birthday party anyway it's so much fun and ridiculous and gotten way way trouble because they did a really tasteless Steve Irwin joke. Um, oh, yeah. Because I think this was like right after he passed like away. Like immediately after. Like right afterwards. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's a, a go-to and must-see. 
It's a good one. It's not my favorite. I mean, obviously, I picked the other one. But, but what were you gonna? What's the other one you were thinking of? Uh, I mean, I think the other two are also good or too. Spooky uh, Vision, Pink Eye, and and Spooky Fish. Spooky Fish, that's right. Yeah, they're both pretty good. For the for my number one that we didn't even get to talk about was uh, Horror Fiction and Seven Spooky Steps from Community mm. season three, episode five. That's the episode where they're all locked in the study room and Britta is giving them a psychology test. <gasps> oh, so we, Jesus Christ! I forgot about that episode. So we, we get like basically it's a mini anthology of all the different characters each having their own like she's like i think she says like okay you're in a cabin alone like what what happens to like kind of give them a psych test and they all have different ones but abed has the best little segment of anything that i I just love it so much because uh of the way that his brain is wired he makes a horror movie where the characters act entirely rational Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like like it starts off with them turning on the, the radio, radio and, and it's just playing like regular music and they're like why what why are they listening to this music Donna? And he's like it wouldn't make it wouldn't make sense if they just turned turns it on and the news broadcast was on it's not realistic and then they like he's like stand back to back in the center yeah, of the and then they would just knives. sit back to back with holding knives until the daylight came um but they're all really funny there's one where um they get abed and uh troy get into like a plane accident oh and yeah then, and it's pierce's story and pierce like sews their butts together or or their butts on their hands or something no ridiculous. He, it, it ends up he he's trying to do something to them but it ends up with them taking revenge on him right right because then, then so they end up sewing his butt onto his chest and he's like well now it's like i got boobs yeah. and they're like but we put your feet on your hands and he's like no right, he can't touch his own <laughs> and then there's like a super violent one with annie forget oh, what happens oh yeah it's like a, a vampire or werewolf yeah. kind of story yeah where we get a little peek into her psyche but her, th- you know miss perfect psyche right uh anyway they're all super fun all the little segments in it um i love that episode and it's one that i have to watch every year so if you haven't seen it you should watch it even though it didn't make our top 10 even though fucking parks and rec did but even though i love parks and rec but yikes um just for nostalgia's sake I'm going to throw in a little Canadian series based off of a children's uh, horror book uh, series called Goosebumps. Goosebumps. That's right. <laughs> Goose. Uh, that's a bird or a rodent. Nobody knows. It's Goosebumps. Not very no. Uh, Goosebumps. We're going to. The, the first episode of the first season is The Haunted Mask, which is a classic. Yeah. An absolute classic, uh, especially when she gets the mask stuck in her head and she kind of like, I don't know, the the main little actress in it is good. I think it's a two-parter. Um, so the haunted mask from Goosebumps. Totally. I'm going to run through a couple because we're like, now we're going to be going too long, but I'm just going to run through a couple of ones that should probably be mentioned. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine every year does a Halloween episode. Oh, yeah. They're really fun. Um, the the one with the Halloween party from Friends. Not a great episode of Friends, but it's a pretty good one. And you get uh, Ross dressed up, of course, as Spudnik, a potato uh, satellite. Uh-huh. Uh, and Chandler dressed as a bunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Life of the Party from Angel is a good Halloween episode. It's a fun one where they all do wacky shit. Doesn't matter. Um, 30 Rock, Stone Mountain, if you want to jump in on the 30 brock up it's unfortunate because the main storyline isn't very halloween themed the the b plot is is all halloween and then i'll say oh uh, slutty pumpkin how i met your mother yeah cla- um yeah. it's a uh, it's not again it's like not one of my favorite episodes of how i met your mother but it's a classic one and it's halloween mm-hmm. um they usually have some fun dress-ups on how i met your mother and then 
I'm also going to throw in, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to throw in one of my favorite Halloween things, which is a made-for-TV movie called The Midnight Hour. It's not a TV show. Wow, breaking format. But didn't I, know we could r- break the rules like that, Michael. But if you have a ho- if you have a TV movie you want to chat out, you can do it too. But the Midnight Hour um, is super super fun. It's a lot like the Buffy episode Halloween that we talked about, where they turn into whatever they're dressed up as. But it's a whole movie as that, and it's like super kid friendly and very Halloween spirit feeling. Uh, it's also on YouTube if you want to check it out, and it has Lavar Burton from Reading Rainbow and Star Trek. I was going to say. And from community. community. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, then I'm going to shout out 1982's uh, Monsters and Mazes. Just kidding. I'm not going to. <laughs> That's not a Halloween movie. <laughs> nope, but it is scary. But the dangers of Dungeons and Dragons. It does have a freaking scary ass ending. Oh, yeah. Where it's he just, just like, lost. He's oh, yeah. lost to D&D. He just, he, he not going to be okay ever again. He's crazy. Uh, so watch Monsters and Mazes starring Tom Hanks. You don't have you don't have to shout out Halloween Town or I, I will, I'll shout out the original Sabrina and the Teenage Witch okay. TV movie. It's fun. It's weird. It's I'll weird. Take it. It's weird, but it's fun. All right, now let's hear from Sam over Invasion of the Remake. Thrill me, Sam. Hello, bad reception and friends. It's Sam Stepanenko, co-host of the Invasion of the Remake podcast. It's a real treat to have a chance to talk about TV. Thank you, Mike and Morgan. I really appreciate your including us in your favorite Halloween TV special episode for all the horror. All of us at Invasion of the Remake are big horror fans, so it was a little surprising to me when I started thinking about my favorite Halloween TV episodes. Because the only TV show that I could think of was the classic, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, at first. It's something I haven't seen in a long time, but I can't say that it was my favorite Halloween TV special even then. So I thought a little harder, and it came to me. My wife and I are huge fans of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's a Watch the Entire Series Twice a Year fan, and I remember just how much I loved the Season 4 Halloween episode, Fear Itself. The scary house? Sounds kind of lame. On a night of make-believe... Where is everybody? Something very real has been awakened. Do you hear something? Something like... It knows what you fear most. We close our eyes and say it's a dream. And uses it against you. There are a few other Buffy Halloween episodes, but this one is my favorite. It has all the elements that made Buffy a great series. It's very funny where it needs to be, Anya in her bunny costume, but it also has the dark elements that are needed in a series that features vampires, demons, and other beasties. There's a lot happening here beyond the fun Halloween theme, including a lot of foreshadowing of events that occur later in the series, including Oz leaving, Joyce's death, and Willow's issues with magic coming up in Season 6. The accidental summoning of Gachnar, a fear demon, results in the gang being trapped in a frat house where Oz's band is scheduled to perform at a Halloween party. As they try to escape the house, each character is forced to confront their greatest fear. This forces them all to assess their behavior and their relationships with each other. A building tension between Buffy and Willow comes to a head, where Willow calls out Buffy for distancing herself from the rest of the Scooby gang, which emphasizes Buffy's fear that she'll be left alone, but also pointing out that she's the one doing the pushing away. Buffy and Oz also raise some concerns with Willow's increasing use of magic, connecting with Willow's fear that she'll never be a good witch and her fear of losing control of the magic. Additionally, Anya and Xander finally acknowledge that they are actually dating, and he invites her to the party that he will be attending with the rest of the gang. Xander tells her to dress up as something scary, resulting in the bunny costume, identifying Anya's fear and setting up the awesome running joke about her fear of bunnies. I've got a theory, it could be bunnies. I've got a bunnies on this cute line. With all the 
Xander and Oz both have to deal with their fears as well. Xander's fear of being the only normal person in the gang and becoming invisible to the rest of them, and Oz's fear of losing control of the wolf, which also sets up the remainder of his arc on the series. The final scene with Gatchinar appearing and being very tiny is also a great allegory for how small our fears can really be. It's also pretty funny when Buffy steps on him. I am the Dark Lord of Nightmares, the bringer of terror. Tremble before me. Fear me. He... He's so cute. Tremble. Who's a little fear demon? Come on. Who's a little fear demon? Don't I taunt bring the terror. fear demon. Why can he hurt me? No, it's just tacky. Be that as it may, Buffy, when it comes to slaying... Size doesn't matter? They're all going to abandon you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Actual size. In the end, I think that this episode works very well within the Buffy canon, as it doesn't feel like a Halloween episode just for the sake of doing one, but still has fun with the theme. Happy Halloween, everyone. I'm always Sam, and I am out of here. Are you ready for another round of Morgan's John Cues? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Michael. Michael. (laughs) If you could have a spooky Halloween party with any gang from a television episode... Who would you party with? Wait, okay, so it has to be from a Halloween... I mean, it has to be from a TV show, like, the whole cast. Yeah, like, the core group of people who's been established in the television show is, like, these are the people that you're supposed to relate to or care about. Ooh. Um, that's basically, like, saying, like, what TV show would you want to be on, like, as part of your life? Mm, no, I think... No, I'm... You're applying their characteristics oh, to here. real life. Okay. That's different. Because then I could say Buffy. Because normally I would say not Buffy. Because I don't want to be part of a world where no, there's no, monsters. No. The people themselves, they're coming into your world. But also, Buffy's got a lot of baggage. Yeah, there's a lot of drama there. There is. Probably then, uh... What are TV shows? What are TV shows? Well, all the TV shows I'm thinking of are like, those characters suck if they were real people. I don't want to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. I guess I would have to say... I know this is supposed to be fast. I don't know. You're taking forever on Morgan's John Hughes. I just want to let you know that the rules are now being bent. Yeah, I don't know. For don't... a white male privilege. But continue. <laughs> I'm trying to... We don't have TV shows sitting around for me to look at. I'm like trying to like remember what TV shows there are. We oh, duh, okay. Okay, say it again. Or, or are we leaving all no, of this No, we're in? leaving this in. You're not going to cut out that I took 20 minutes to think mm, of you it. You can again. cut a little bit, but I'm going to need some time transpiring music. If I could hang out with any crew on halloween at my halloween party i would invite uh lorelei and rory gilmore i was gonna say if you had said anything else i was gonna be like aunt ron you know it's gilmore girls <laughs> that's so funny absolutely plus you could bring in you could bring in uh her friend elaine you could bring in lane you could mm-hmm. bring in luke yes. you could leave jess the hell out of there uh but you know maybe dean is around who knows i would hang out with dean in a second mm-hmm. um and you know logan can go jump off a bridge yeah but nobody likes logan guys uh, for me, I got three words for you. Me, Liz Lemon, wine bar. <laughs> There's more than three words there, but I don't care. It'll be like the bare minimum costume, but still we'd be celebrating Halloween at a wine bar. Yeah, I think that's accurate. That would be good. Can you think of another one? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Morgan, it's Halloween. You live in the Buffyverse where everybody's turning into their Halloween costumes. Ooh. You know this ahead of time, so you can choose what you want to become. What do you become? And it's only temporary. It's only for the night. Paper shredder. That doesn't even make sense. That's what I want to be. No. Wine bottle. (laughs) 
everyone would be great to see me because I would, I mean, it would be an unlimited wine bottle and then I could just pour myself out into people's glasses. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I'm like self refilling. Also, buzzed on my own supply. <laughs> the rules are my own. Okay. That's fair enough. Michael, what would you be? Um, I would be everybody's favorite Halloween. This was Michael's John Cuse. <laughs> I just need everyone to know that. I would be a skeleton. An animated skeleton. Because that would be cool. No other purpose than it would be cool. It's only for one night. It's for Halloween. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool if you saw like an animated skeleton walking around. That's true. I was I'd make a lot of friends. I don't know if I could talk because no like... You don't have any lungs or, or any of the things or required for talking. A tongue but, or lips. But if I'm walking around, I don't have any muscles either. So it's magic. I guess I could do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't have any eyes, but I could still see probably. Maybe. I think I could. Who knows? In my In this universe, I could. I'd be an animate skeleton with all of my normal functions, including pooping. That's important. All right, Morgan. That's the end of the episode. We're wrapping things up. I think we should uh, recount our top 10 list here. At number 10, it was Frasier, Halloween. Number 9, South Park's corn episode. (laughs) What was it? It's Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery. Number 8, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Who got de-pregnant? Number 7, Home Improvement. I was a teenage tailor. Number 6, Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Full bars. Number five, Roseanne. Boo! I lost my voice there. Number four, Community. <laughs> Epidemi. Nope, that one's scary. Epidemiology. Number three, Buffy. Fear itself. Number two, Treehouse of Horror Five with the Shinin and others. Number one, Michael's favorite spookiest <laughs> Halloween episode. His favorite half hour of television ever. Parks and Rec. Meet and greet. That, All right, Michael, what are we going to do now? That's it. I think uh, I think that is the end of the episode. Do you have anything else you want to say? Oh, I was going to say, I forgot. We didn't talk anymore about the Simpsons episodes. Um, oh, I think yeah. maybe in the future we'll just do like best segments. I think we can. I, or I think we should. Yeah. Like not just individual episodes, but individual Our favorite like, segments. Yeah, yeah for cause, sure. Cause there's a lot that like are only one or two good episodes or segments in them, but like those segments are really, really good. So <sighs> I think let's just save like our thoughts on the other ones for okay, a future I episode. Say, I just thought. Let's just save them. Let's just save them. I'm going to save so them. So maybe next year we'll be doing a, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror best segments countdown. Yeah. Countdown. Yeah. I like it. We'll do the same thing next year because we're definitely still doing this podcast next year. We're going to you're going to hold us to it. Um, okay, I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us on this very spooky episode of Bad Reception. I couldn't think of anything to say. Yeah. Dead Reception. Dead Reception. We'll say Dead Reception. Dread Reception. Even better. Horrible Reception. No. I'm going to say no to that one. Um, yeah, this is part of Hashtag All the Horror. Listen to all the other shows. They're all so good. Thank you for everybody who joined us on this episode. You guys are awesome. We had so much fun. We're so glad. I hope that you liked our list. We know our number one is going to be hotly contested, but you know what? You know, that's how the BuzzFeed people do it. I'm going to say at You'll Michael. never believe what we ranked as number one. That's the headline. If you enjoyed this show, and if you're a new listener, welcome. Thank you for checking us out. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Sometimes Morgan does the Instagram. When I feel like it. And I always do the Twitter, so 
check me out. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and... You could even share us with some friends. Um, we got all the details of the stuff that we talked about in the show notes. Uh, check that out. There's links to everything there. And you can find even more at badreceptionpod.com. I have been Maniac Mike. Sounded more like Don Pardo than a spooky voice, but that's okay. And I've been the High Priestess of the Dark, Morgan. Good night. Goodbye for it. Uh, uh, oh no, we're being murdered. I'm Randy Savage. Oh my <laughs> god. I was going to say. I'm the ghost of Randy Savage. I'm the ghost of Randy Savage. Nope. Nope. That's Hulk Hogan. He's still alive. <laughs> Get over here, bro. Yeah. I'm Finish gonna him. Buddy. I'm just going to bring him a bunch of. Happy Halloween, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs>